Hello everybody, Jay Onnit here and welcome again to the Growth Mindsetters podcast. This is episode number three and we're down on Newcastle's quayside, it's glorious sunny weather and today I'm interviewing Colin T. Fisher who's an expert on the law of attraction. Nice to meet you Colin. Hi Jay. Yeah? How are you doing? Yeah. How are you finding the northeast? Oh, do you know what? It's... It's 12 years since I've been here and I can't believe how much has changed and just even the journey here uh, yesterday was um, it was fantastic and just to sit here and what you know have a taking all the the, the side it's, it's amazing uh, how things change and actually you know and that you might suppose 12 years is quite a while isn't it yeah yeah so so yeah this is the growth mindsets podcast having you go from mind stuck to mindset in under 30 minutes we interview people like yourself Colin who yeah uh, go relatively unnoticed but you're making a big difference in the world and people who've got a unique kind of mindset so what does a growth mindset mean to you? Well, you know, it's a, it's a piece of string really uh, Jay, because string? Yeah, it's a piece <laughs> of string yeah, because when I look back through my life before I knew any of the stuff that I know that I've you know, studied and trained you know, for yeah. the last probably 30 years um, I, I look back I think sometimes we can give things a bit. We can think about things too much. We can analyse yeah. things too much. When you're younger, when I look back, when you didn't know the stuff that you know now, mm-hmm. you tended all right. You might not have got it right, but you tended to get on and do it. And if it didn't work, you dropped it and you got on. You re, you kind of recovered very quickly and mm-hmm. got on with the next thing. Whereas I think when you get a little bit older and a bit more knowledgeable, you kind of filtering through your experiences, as it were. Yeah. And it can, it can probably sometimes hold you back, but I'm kind of a, as you know, uh, you know, we've done a bit of work together. Um, I'm quite a big picture person. I'm, I'm one of them people I like to, you know, I get an idea, I get a concept, and I, I get on with it. Yeah. I get on with it. And, you know, see something, does it work every time? No, it doesn't. Obviously now... You get uh, on with what, sorry? Well, get on with, you know, if I've got a project or something I want to do, yeah. So, what's that got to do with the growth mindset? Well, it's the way I go about it. Yeah. It's the way I, with the way I think about it, might be different to what other people do because I, I come from an entrepreneurial background. Yeah. Um, and I was, if, I don't, I, you know, I've not, uh, I don't think you've seen my my uh, keynote, have you? The which I'm, I'm, I'm banding around at the minute called Dying to Be Rich. Yeah. And that kind of gives you an example of where I come from because when I, <coughs> excuse me. When I was uh, when I was at school, academically, I never did anything, and all my family went through that. You know, went through pretty much through the same school. Now, I can remember when I was about fourteen or fifteen. The teacher, I, they allowed us to take. Um, a, I took a car in a three wheeler, like a, De- a Dell boy. Yeah. A Reliant into work, into school. A Robin Reliant. Robin Reliant, but it was a soft top, worth an absolute fortune now. And this, I was in a maths lesson which I wasn't any good at. In fact, I wasn't good at anything, really, as far as academics concerned. I was a practical person. So he said to me, Fisher, he says, go and play with your car. He says, you're wasting my time and your time. And he said, just like the rest of your family before you, mm-hmm. you're never going to amount to much. Yeah. Well, ironically, it was sweet those words later because of the, of the four of the six children, uh, I was four, uh, you know, one of six, uh, out of four of us, we all became 
when we went to figures, we all became very, very successful. So we all made it mm-hmm. uh, quite early on in life. The other thing is as well, where we gained as much experience from was actually losing it. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of thing... So I, I Losing what specifically? Losing... Well, let's put it on a financial level, losing, you know, losing, yeah. everything, losing your house, losing your, yeah. your marriage, you, you get all that kind of thing, the, uh, the, you know, the material things. And I think you, you learn something through it. But here's the thing, when I was at school, they used to be called, uh, they, all my family used to call me the dreamer, you know, even the teachers, everybody, all my mates, yeah. and even to this day. I used to be in a world of my own. Yeah. I still am most of the time. I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> and hence, re- hence the name of my book called Dreams into Reality. So yeah. um, I used to go home overnight and I used to go up into my bedroom and I used to push something up to the door because I was quite a shy kid. Uh-huh. And I used to practice doing impersonations. I know you're going to ask me, I'm not going to do any now, but they were like old political leaders and yeah. Liberace and... Um, What's, his, what's the name of the singer, uh, Louis Armstrong? And I used to practice that, yeah. you know, the deep voice thing. Yeah. And my mum and my dad said, oh, look, you know, when you get to 15 and you leave school, you're going to have to, you're going to have to knuckle down because it was a, business, a very business orientated family. So I kept that dream. I had, I had that dream. I used to go up there and, I, you know, what I didn't realise at that time was part of me inside. I, decided, I made a decision early on I wanted to make as much money as I could do as quickly as I could do mm-hmm. uh, and I had this don't ask me where it came from I had this uh, mad idea about retiring by the time I was 40 mm-hmm. um, really to do the kind of stuff that I do now you know that, I've had that freedom to do exactly what I do now yeah. but obviously what I didn't realise then you don't need massive amounts of money to do anything really that you, yeah. you want to do what you, you believe in so um in a, in a nutshell, you know, leaving, I left school at 15, no qualifications, and I did get some actually, became an engineer. So, can I ask you again? Yeah. What, what does it mean to you, the growth mindset? The, the growth mindset, which I'm, I'm going around the houses here, <laughs> but to me, the growth mindset depends on, on what, you know, you want to contextualise it really. What in, 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 I mean, what you're talking in, in, in what's, what context? What it mean? What it means to you? Does it mean yeah. to grow? Does it mean yeah. to grow financially, emotionally, it, spirit, everything? Spiritually, so mentally, financially. Yeah. Well, my my strap line is to create, help people to develop freedom, growth, and joy. And that really, that's what a growth mindset is to be: freedom, freedom, growth, and, growth and, joy. and joy. So to nice. to have the freedom to do. You know, I mean, let's, let's keep it sensible. You know, you can have the yachts and the plane, but to do pretty much, you know, we're sat here today. Mm-hmm. What could be more right now in the moment yeah. than, than anything else? Yeah, say perfect. Good, good company, sunshine, coffee. Yeah. So yeah, that's the freedom, the uh, growth. You know, to me, yeah, it's about earning, probably earning some more money and one thing or another. But it's growth. Is what I can, how I can develop as a person. Yeah, and so that just that doesn't growth. come from doing yeah. the mind. Doesn't come from just it starts in the mind, as we were talking before we started here. You know, I've got a background in martial arts, stretching back mm-hmm. like well o- o- over fifty years. Really, yeah. um, I've done lots of different things, um, but actually putting the time in, putting the effort in to do the basics, whatever it is, whether you're doing, you know, whatever your discipline is, it could be dancing, it could be playing the piano, it could be being yeah. a hypnotist, putting that time and the effort into doing the basics and, and, and doing it, yeah, you fall off the, you fall off the wagon and you go on the bike and you get back on it and yeah. you keep doing the basics and that is what 
I think a lot of people do. We talk about the growth mindset. It's getting back up. You mean fall yeah, off the bike? Yeah, yeah, fall off the bike. As a kid, it's an old, it's an old cliche. But when it, when you're a kid, you fall off your bike. You, what happens? Uh-huh. You, you bang your knee. You cry. But what you, you've got a goal in mind. Yeah. You don't think about you can't. You get back on that bike. Yeah. You know, it might be straight. But when we get older, I believe what what happens through education. Mm-hmm. And the system that's out there, yeah. whatever, is it can um, you lose the ability to get you fall off the bike, you fell off the bike, you might have had a, a marriage breakdown, you might have lost a business, you might have gone bankrupt, you might have had a health challenge, and you're frightened. And I've heard this so many so times. It's fear, fear, fear yeah. base. And if you think about if you buy into it, you know, and if you think about the protection system we've got, it's one of our yeah. natural protection things for, you know, safety. Fear of failure. Yeah, fear of failure, it's a big thing. But here's the thing, and I experienced it really early on in childhood, in business, if you like, as a young man, fear of success. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do if I get a load of this or I get a load of clients? And obviously, yeah. as you go into it, you, you immerse yourself in it, you think, what was the bother about? What was, yeah. what was so, I? So that's interesting, having a potential fear of success. Uh, it's not something I've ever personally considered but each people's each person's fear can be different for them can't it yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a weird thing and it, I think we've all probably uh, I mean we were at the uh, the elite thing last night uh, presentation and what the other guy Adeen was talking about you know when we when we come here in that first formative years is visitors the, here. yeah <laughs> we, we uh, you know sticks with us noisy chills yeah oh yeah kids yeah um, and really, so the Elite Network is kind of it's it's a national network within the UK around personal development, developed by Will Polston. Yeah, and yeah, we do speaking events there. So yeah, you were speaking on the law of attraction last night, and what, what was it you were saying about? Uh, it was Dean Fox, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the mind mastery and uh, network marketing guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's. Uh, it was interesting because I thought this is this is brilliant because he was talking about he was touching on. He had a slightly different take on it, but he was mm-hmm. talking about how um, you know what you think you can do, you can, and what you think you can't, you can't. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. He did the old classic where you stretch your arm round the back and then, now and then then visualise it going further. Yes. It's, I think it's a great because it, what what is the thing? What happens is when you engage the mind with the body mm-hmm. it makes a massive difference and I think within the industry that we're in mm-hmm. you can get people coming into it can get um, can buy into this and it's all in the head it's all head work yeah it starts in the head but you've got to do something physically you've got to engage the body I don't care you know and there's so many other things you can do now whether it's yoga whether it's tai chi whether it, whatever it is rock climbing mm-hmm. walking running whatever you know uh, so this is about growing yourself as well I've noticed you've got quite a lot of hobbies and interests you know for um, no offence but somebody your age is still very active yeah. Yeah, in sport and mind arts the internal arts the yeah. external yeah. arts um, just give us an insight into some of the things you're involved in for me this like personifies what the growth mindset is about staying curious testing the limits of your body and your mind and so yeah, uh, what kind of things do you do like on your average day and your week when you get up? What kind of hobbies? I give you a quick. I here's the thing. You know they say there's a there's a book I can't remember the name of the lady. It's called Write It Down, Make It Happen. I can't have. I'd read it years ago, but I was already doing it, and I read. Mm-hmm. Oh god, yeah. And when you write something down, 
bit like automatic handwriting, something happens, something changes. Yes. It's like they can, uh, one of my uh, teachers said, and I'll come back to the thing you asked me about, said, you can tell whether a book has been done on a, a PC or whether it's been handwritten. Definitely. Right, and, and there's something different that happens. Wayne Dyer talks on it about how you just re- you just got yeah. into a trance almost. So going back to what I do, so a typical week for me, I tend to train like five, six days a week. And do, I'm, I'm one what? Of the, well, so first thing I do, I get out of bed. Yeah. I'll go downstairs. Uh, I might I might just have a coffee or something like that, just so maybe thinking my system a little bit, depending. I actually sit and I go into I have a ritual where I'll go into like a meditative state or up into higher self. What and time do you do that in the morning? In first thing in the morning, first usually thing. about half six, seven o'clock, something like that. Yeah, so you're quite um, disciplined. But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. It ties into the growth thing. In my diary, if you go and look at my diary now, you'll see, and it's in there the night before and the night for two or three days ago, a circle, mm-hmm. and I put at the top, I put, um, I put like, uh, you know, meditation, self-hypnosis, and then I'll put what I call the foundational five. So yeah. if, and I, I might not do all the five of these things. These are mental things, yes. like clearing the negativity, some of the stuff we did last night. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that for five, ten minutes, something like that, prepare. But what I do, I prepare myself. I actually, I go up there and I prepare myself, like, for the first thing, I'll, what I do training-wise, I run. I either run two or three miles or I run to the park another day to train to do me, me internal stuff. So mm-hmm. I prepare myself and I visualise myself actually, like, going through, having had done it, and I do it, and I see myself at the end smiling, feeling good, feeling vibrant, yeah. feeling powerful. So it's like the Napoleon Hill, begin with the end of mind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do that, and then I do what we call a dynamic uh, stretch. I do like a you yeah. know, two or three minutes walk, I run, and I, as soon as I get outside that door, I do, uh, and it always makes me laugh, this, um, I have a like a countdown, and it's like you can use it as like a, it's a basic hypnosis uh, tool. Mm-hmm. Ten down to zero, yeah. ten to one. So I count down, but while I'm counting down, I'm actually installing other things like you know ten, ready to go again and get the best from this. Yeah, Nine, yeah. feeling fine in every way, shape, and form. And I've Eight, got, I, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling fantastic. Seven, Eight, seventh heaven. Yeah, close. Yeah, exactly. Closing the gates because it's never <laughs> too late to let go. And I, I can and I vary it, but also before I go. Yeah. I prime myself. If I want to get, like today, I want to be creative about I'm doing something in particular mm-hmm. and I want that to come up while I'm running. So every step I take, every breath I make, every beat of my heart starts to bring up the creative side and I, I want the so unconscious... it's kind of allowing your unconscious to work yeah, on it. Yeah, allowing my unconscious yeah. to tap into all the previous knowledge that I've got and any knowledge that's out there, if you're into that, and everybody's into that, I'm a great believer. I've seen it, I experience it, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Where we are... People who are not no longer with us, you tap that knowledge is out there. Mm-hmm. That sounds a bit wishy-washy, but I know from experience, yeah. especially when you get into the movement, especially yeah. when you get into the movement. So I let's say so I'll run, uh, I run to the park, and I do <coughs> three. I do I start off with what we call Xing Yi, which is uh, Chinese uh, internal art, mm-hmm. which means mind form. That's Chinese boxing. Mind form. Mind yeah. form. So. Yeah. With the movements, the way you articulate your arms, the way your body pumps the blood around your body in a particular way, uh, your breathing and everything else. So it's like, for anybody listening to this now, it's, it, it's the faster cousin of Tai Chi. Yeah. So I'll do some of that, and then I'll do some Bagua, which is like walking in a circle, it's like a yeah. dance. Okay. That's another thing, and that again does it as the opposite. Kind of, same kind of effect, but you're doing it in a circle. Yeah. Then 
I'll finish off with um, another form of that, what we call linear bag, when I'll do one of my favourite. We, we kind of mimic animals, and it's the monkey. Yeah. So I'll do the monk, what we call the monkey, and that's like, if you see it, you see it's like energetic, and it just, it, a, a monkey, like, like a smile, like a cheeky smile, and you, you get that smile on your face, it sets you up. I do that, come back off that, go into my garden, take my shoes off, get on the grass with my bare feet, connect to the earth, mm-hmm. and I do um, what I call my daily dozen. Your do, daily dozen, I do yeah. 12 upward dog, downward dog from yoga. So you do yoga as well, yeah? I do yoga. I come off that then, uh, I'll, I'll chill down, and uh, I might, depending on the day, I might just do some more, like, right, okay, what am I going to do for today? So I'll then set myself up for what I'm going to do. All right. So, yeah, let's kind of list these things that you're into. So you're into this this fast Tai Chi, what's it called? Shingi. Shingi. You do the yoga. Yoga. Uh, you go running. Yeah. Um, you were talking about you were doing some chanting recently or something? I did some chanting with a fellow. That, that was kind of as invited as a guest along for it. That's to raise your vibration. It's all Raise your vibration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've noticed that you talk about raising your vibration in your law of attraction speeches. Yeah. Um, it, it seems to be all about vibration. Can you give us a kind of succinct synopsis of, well, it's, yeah. of what that is? Well, here's, here's, here's the quickest the quickest way to explain it. You, you know, some people say, what's law of attraction all about? And the simple answer I give them, they say it's all about vibes, and they go, they look at you all kind of strange. And then when you've seen the presentation, so you've got kind of a, a yeah. gist of it, we are, this is my take on it, and you can agree or disagree, but we're transmitters. We're transmitting a vibe and energy out there, right? And what we're sending out is basically what we've got coming back so we're a transmitter and a receiver in simple terms mm-hmm. and that's probably like think and grow rich maybe that's where I got that from I don't know but that, that's yeah. how I see it so what, what the, 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 you know the smile we send now always comes back a thousandfold uh, yeah. what you think I like about that, you you know, uh, Gandhi, was it, uh, Gandhi was talking last night. Be the change. Gandhi was talking him. last night, wasn't no, he? No, Gandhi was not Gandhi. He wasn't talking. But so, uh, if you can, whatever you do, if you want to, just, if you sit there and meditate, you're going to get something. But if you look at the old, uh, yeah. the old uh, monks and all that, they did movement stuff. They, yes. they, did, they did a lot of stuff. You know, and you don't have to become a monk to get to that place. Yeah. So and we never got, we're, not, we're living in the 21st century. So you know we're coming from a different place, out in a different time. But if you can take aspects from that and get something from it, yeah, uh, I, I I can tell it's very rare that I don't train or for a period for whatever reason I might be away or something mm-hmm. or I've got an injury. I can tell how I feel, how I tackle the day mm-hmm. by if I'm doing something. If I'm if I'm not doing anything physically mm-hmm. and, and mentally. I, I kind of feel myself slipping a little slipping bit. Down. So, and that's something I think I probably had installed by my father. My father was a very driven man. He left school basically virtually illiterate, yeah, and became like a master at what he did. He like oh, probably overcompensated, um, but that that we, we we all we grew up with that work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't actually physically work as much as I used to do now. No yeah. way. Uh, but I, I still do. Obviously, that's why I got the activity. And I'll train at night as well. So I don't just train in the morning. Two, two nights, three nights a week, I'll go out doing yoga or doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tend to live in quite a, a dormant culture now, don't we? Where, we're, where people are sitting around a lot doing digital work and yeah. looking at screens and things like that. But um, And also paying a lot of money to go to gyms and things like that. Um, 
but it seems like you uh, really value the physical application of life and how it affects your psychology yeah that's a great that's a, a great explanation of it because me and a colleague of mine are, are like a, he, he does similar systems and stuff like that and we, we both we've had this conversation where how like the mind form in itself it helps you to navigate through life it's, it's one of those things if you saw the fight the, the, the basic five movements are a lot more than that but the basic core five movements you look at it and you go yeah it's one of them when you do it because of what's happening with you you're doing things with your, your physiology but you also got your mindset if you think what it says mind form yeah. mind intention yeah. it all comes back to that thing so it all ties in with the law of attraction really mm-hmm. so you raise you know when you know when you've worked out you know when you've done a brisk walk it yeah. raises your, your energy you might yeah. feel like oh, you know but yeah. it's, it, it, something happens yeah something, something gets changes. clear yeah clear you know. to it yeah, so is there a specific example where you've particularly raised your frequency or you've got a, a, an example of the, the law of attraction in action where it's impacted your, your life or your business? Well, I tell you, it is, it is a very, very quick story. And, this, and I'm going back now to 1985. Yeah. At that particular time. Yeah. yeah at that particular time, I wasn't... Um, I wasn't doing what I do now. I had, I had a, a waste disposal business, and long story short, I had a, a near a near death experience, and then which is what my talk is about. I had a near fatal accident. Mm-hmm. I was chasing the pound. I was chasing, 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 pushing, 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 and I, I basically got a skip pulled on me, ruptured spleen, head injuries, scaled my business down, out of business, for like off work for a year. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the the physical side healed up within six weeks. The mental side, what I didn't realise was that I'd like a smile, like a breakdown. Yeah. Uh, it took me a year. I come back a year later, I woke up one morning, and something, it changed before then, obviously. Yeah. I woke up and I thought, something, I've got to get going here. I've got to get, I've got a little bit, a little kid and everything else. So I set about my business, and I didn't have to work, I didn't have to work it. It was like a, a, an area where I knew, I knew where my limits were, mm-hmm. but by not pushing as hard, mm-hmm. everything seemed to change four years later well where are we uh, 86 yeah four years later in um, yeah. 1990 so not pushing as hard yeah. not pushing as hard I, I sold out my business yeah. uh, for a substantial amount of money that yeah. was back in 1990 enough to probably at that time if I'd uh, you know, manage it right to probably never <laughs> never go out to work again um, yeah. there's a continuation I won't go into that now mm-hmm. but it, so that was a what, when I look back on that now I'd realised that my, the way what, the way I worked the way I operated obviously the way I did things but it's the way I thought mm-hmm. it's that, do you remember what we talked about last night the, the, I was talking to myself the words that you think mm-hmm. create the thoughts the thoughts as we know create pictures pictures, pictures create the vibe yeah. the feeling the vibe causes to take an action the action gives you your results, your results. so my results yeah, and I didn't know then mm-hmm. I didn't understand what I know now and I look back and think that was my real first introduction but I've, I've, I could loads of different scenarios uh you know, it's beyond a lot of people look at it, they look at the secret and they go, yeah, oh yeah, I'm getting lots of parking spaces. That's like, you know, that's, that's basic stuff. But I think a lot of it, a lot of it for me, this stuff to sum it up, the growth mindset, like anything to do with it, belief is a massive, massive thing. Yeah. What you believe, you can conceive and achieve, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of um, 
similar themes coming up. I hope this is like only the third episode, and yeah, yeah I was here hearing some similar themes of uh, the last one I did with uh, Barry Trainer yeah. about getting up. You know, the kids uh, when they fall down, getting back up. That patient persistence and yeah. the being curious about about things. But yeah, yeah. Um, so the law of attraction is really about raising your vibrational frequency. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's about you know the ideal the idea thing is I, I see it and I still see it on some of these uh, you know on the on the threads that we're on in hypnosis circles and one thing or another and, and, and you know pe- people who are, you know quite established trainers who clearly haven't got a real grasp of what the law of attraction is about. They, yeah. they look at it and they get into all this neuroscience thing, right? The, the evidence is there. Um, to support it and I think it's lack of knowledge lack of information be, you know they're convinced that it's this and it's that but you know yeah. that there's a lot of different theories different some theories, people say it's like yeah. karma other people say it's the power of intention how thought affects matter yeah um, you yeah. said it's about vibration and it's all the different slants on it isn't it but I think mm. at the end of the day it's whatever floats your boat, whatever you found useful, you know, and, and you know, like I say, if you, your belief plays a massive part. Um, you mentioned the secret to a lot of people, and they go, oh, it's changed my life. Now, yeah. it's like, wow. Actually, that was the point I was thinking of before when I interviewed Barry Trainer. I was asking him about um, negative hallucinations, how you make things disappear in yeah. hypnosis, and yeah, I said, yeah. how does that work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he says, uh, it works really well if you believe it. Right, and, and he's doing this stuff all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, some hypnotists say that you don't need belief; you just need a, like a process to follow. You don't even need the belief. But I do believe that when you've got that kind of expectation of what's coming up, yeah. you know, back back to begin with the end in mind. Um, just the other day, I was walking up the river and it was windy, and I thought it's going to be a really, really long walk. It's going to be horrible, and I thought, right put it into practice um, law of attraction begin with the end of mind so all I did was imagine my front door and me putting the key in and I imagined that all the way and I'd forgotten about the journey and before I knew it the key was in the door so yeah I believed it yeah 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 well you know what I think right here's the thing for the the, the law of attraction so first of all you've got to have the desire Desire. you've got a strong desire an expectation and that creates a belief. Excellent. Belief Desire, first. expectation, belief. Belief. And once right. you got that belief. Deb. Now, here's, here's the thing. What you've just explained there is like like uh, time distortion, really. Type yes. of thing. Now, I've, I've uh, over the years, I've played, I was fascinated by it. I use it all the time. I use it every day. Mm-hmm. When I was coming here, I got on the motorway. Before I go, I, I go into this particular place that I go into in my mind I go um, I command that this journey is going to be if this is two and a half three hour journey it's going to feel like 25 minutes Mm -hmm. and before I know where I am so I'm in I'm I'm, I'm aware I'm still aware I'm not in a thing but before I know where I am boom I I give you a quick one I did with a a lady about nine ten years going to Canada first of all she started having a bit of a panicky thing so we did that cleared that on the plane 
and what I did, she said, oh, it's this long flight, I think it was to Canada. So what were you like using was a law of attraction? Or? No, no, this was like hypnosis, this was kind of a hypnosis. So you do but, hypnosis but, oh, as well, yeah. yeah. but open, open-eyed stuff, so I just yeah. got to imagine, I got to close your eyes without going into deep trance. Yeah. And just imagine there's a process that I go through where the, the journey was going to be shorter, I yeah. won't go into the full detail of it. Yeah. But, um, and she was just like... She was blown away with it. She yeah. said, oh, God, I can't believe how the journey you've seen. And I do it with my family. Yes. So I go on, and you know, you sort of, you're conversational. You go, do you know what? She's going to be, oh, it's going to be a smooth, but I, I set that intention. The flight's going to be a short one. It's yeah. going to be a smooth one. You, what you think about, we said it before, you bring about, sure, the stuff's going to come. The, you know, listen, how can you, how can you appreciate the positive if you don't, if you don't experience the negative and the, what we call the negative in law of attraction terms is a contrast and contrast yeah. can become your new best friend so it's contrast that's a good reframe isn't it so, yeah it's a yeah. total reframe so you, so you go you, so you work out I didn't get a chance to do talk about it too much because we went over last night on the on the yeah. uh, thing but basically once you realise when you've got something that happens that shows up that's negative that you don't want in your life that is a springboard if you once you get to used to doing it to birth clarity for what you do want yeah and that's the key thing and just that that to reframe you might call yeah. it so contrast so what I don't want so what do you want so contrast discomfort pain are yeah. all springboards for us to get to the next level yeah to, if you if you choose to take it that way or if yeah. you remember last night I talked about you can go into the self-pity mode and go down the downward spiral and I appreciate some people would say, well, yeah, these people can't, they've not got the help, they've not got the tools, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I understand that, that everybody's got, that's really what we're, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're giving, giving people the tools yeah, so that they can yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's, self-empower themselves. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. greater, there's nothing greater than that. If, you, if there's nothing that's else... a nice big motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> Davison. Wow. Nothing else you take from this uh, podcast is that that one thing, a bit, getting a list, getting a list from contrast to clarity... Can just completely shake people. Go. I had one one lady. Uh, she came on a workshop. It was an evening thing I did. It was on it, and she was struggling with her son. She was trying. To, she wanted to help him. And then she went home and did this process with him. And she come back. She, he actually came to the next session. Mm-hmm. She said, "I can't believe. I just I, I couldn't believe how powerful it was." Mm-hmm. Again, writing it down what you don't want. Yeah. Knowing what you don't want allows you to birth clarity. And once your subconscious mind accepts, you could call it a suggestion or it could be like, you know, um, a strong image or a feeling. When your subconscious accepts that, that's when your sort of living reality becomes real. Yeah, it's like, we call it in a lot of texts, like opens the door to possibilities, mm. opens the gate, and you know, and yeah. then. I'm going to test out my new little singing bowl. So, Colin Fisher, I'd like to say thank you very much for taking part in the third episode of The Growth Mindsets. That's all from me, Jay Ornett. And, yeah, join us on the next episode. Please subscribe on iTunes. I'm also on Podbean. This is The Growth Mindsets podcast. Helping you go from mind stuck to mindset in 30 minutes. Chime. Thank you very much, Colin. You're welcome. Thank you. And cheers. Goodbye. Bye.